Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock! My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. There is a new lawsuit against the Biden administration. 18 states are involved, but Indiana is leading the way. And joining us on the DriveHubler.com hotline is the Attorney General for the state of Indiana, Todd Rokita. Mr. Attorney General, tell us about this lawsuit. Uh, hey guys, it's good to be back with you. Uh, listen, this is a, a, this is our fourth lawsuit actually against the Biden administration. I'm pleased this time to be joined by 18 uh, states, uh, states that are that feel very like-minded in the sense that uh, when you don't have any border law, when you're not enforcing your border. Uh, then every state's a border state. And uh, it's the point I made over a year ago to the governor, made it publicly. I'm glad the lieutenant governor agrees that we should be sending troops down to the border now uh, because we know of at least 125,000 illegal immigrants that have come to Indiana since President Biden took office, wow. so since, he, he, since he stopped uh, yeah, uh, enforcing our border law. And you know, that all has consequences, whether we have it costs us to educate them $10,000 per student, whether it's an increase in fentanyl, whether it's an increase in sex trafficking. You know, Evansville, Indiana right now is in the top five cities for sex trafficking of illegal immigrants in America. Yes. Oh, my gosh. No. Yes. They come right up 69. Uh, and when 69 gets completed, it's only going to get worse. But I went down to the border on your behalf three dot, three times, and I saw ramps that were being completed. They were still going under construction. I asked what those ramps were, and they were the 69 that's being built in McKinney, Texas, the same 69 that we're finishing here. But even before 69, guys, it gets finished, you can be from McKinney, Texas to Indiana within 48 hours just by hitching rides. So that's what we're up against, guys. And and someone's got to do something. I'm doing everything I can in the attorney general's office to stop this insanity. Tell, tell me about this this migrant mobile app. No, yeah. I, I think it's CBP one that allows for what Biden calls these so-called lawful pathways into the country. Yeah. Uh, what, what is that? Does that have, what is that? And does that have anything to do with the lawsuit? It does. And so what's happening here is they are redefining through a rule, right? The rule is just made up by bureaucrats, uh, doesn't go through Congress or anything like that. They're redefining what an illegal alien is. And they're, they're, they're cinching up that definition so that uh, they can just sweep tens of thousands, up to millions of people through our border without being questioned uh, by any judge, by any border patrol, or anything like that. And part of that is this app. And they've actually made, they've changed the rule to say, like, if you, uh, if you sign up through this government app to have an appointment with us one day, we will remove 
the rebuttable presumption under the law that you shouldn't be here. Okay, just by signing up by this app, and you, and you know the government app's not going to work, right? So, just like the Obamacare <laughs> website's never worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're just going to these illegal aliens are going to literally sign up to the app, get some kind of printout or whatever that they signed up for an appointment, eight, nine, ten years, whenever it is down the road, and because of that, we're not under this rule going to be able to question them anymore. They get to come in, and maybe eight or ten years from now, they might show up at this appointment. <laughs> right, because so. that's how far they're being scheduled out in advance. People are going on these apps and allegedly getting court dates that are three, four, five, even more years down the road. Right, and where the where the where the statute is currently is that you're it's it's the parole statute, and it says that on a case by case basis, we can decide as a country whether or not to let you in. What what are we deciding? We're deciding if there's a significant um, problem in your country, either political or humanitarian, or maybe there's a public benefit to us for you to come into this country. Maybe you're going to be the witness in a drug trial or something like that. And we're supposed to decide these things on a case-by-case basis to our benefit. And so what, what Biden's rule is doing is saying, oh, to hell with that. If you're from a particular country, for example, we're just going to assume you are in a bad way and have dire straits. And we're just going to say every Guatemalan or whatever country they decide gets to come in, which is completely against what the congressional intent was, completely against the law. Or if you sign up for this app, you know, for an appointment, you just come right in. That's literally what this law says. We're chatting with Indiana Attorney General Todd Rakita. So if I understand this correctly, again, I'm not a lawyer, but if I'm putting this into layman's terms here, this lawsuit that you're leading, 18 states are involved in, argues that between the Biden administration's uh, pipeline and migrant mobile app, the federal rule will do very little to nothing and could harm people along the way. Do I have this correctly? That's fair. And by the way, since you're not a lawyer, you have a chance to go to heaven. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, But yes, that's that's it. And and what we're saying is that the rule does not follow the statute and only Congress can make laws. Bureaucrats can't. And 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 in Congress, by the way, guys, they're going to try to say, look, we need comprehensive immigration reform, you know, yeah, we do. They've been that saying that nothing, forever. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the fact that people aren't following the law, though, right? I mean, you still it, we're a rule. We're a country that believes in the rule of law. That's what makes us different from a lot of these places that these people are leaving. And and to say, oh well, we need immigration reform, therefore go ahead and break our law, is ridiculous. It's nonsensical. So don't fall for that debate. Yeah, we may need immigration reform, but that doesn't mean people get to cross our border. And, and so what the Biden administration is doing with this law and why we're fighting this lawsuit is they're trying to now say they're trying to now make new law uh, and basically sweep tens of thousands, millions of people into our country that way. And if that's the case, we're simply not a country at that point. We're a doormat. Let's pivot here. We're with uh, Indiana Attorney General Todd Rakita. The abortion doctor, Caitlin Bernard, that decision, she got a slap on the wrist, like a $3,000 fine and a letter of reprimand um, for revealing what I feel is private information about a procedure Mm -hmm. she performed on a 10-year-old girl that had been assaulted and attacked and then went blabbing to the press about it. 
Right. Do you agree with the final decision? And were you I, looking I, for more, were you looking for the removal of her license? What what did you want to see happen versus what actually happened? Well, I think the board had a, a very good result. Uh, I think they saw through the politics that she and the whole abortion lobby was trying to perform here. This is really has nothing to do with abortion. This has to do with patient privacy. Uh, so I don't think it was a slap on the wrist at all. I mean, look how okay. angry look how angry they are, guys. I mean, every day the star is blowing its head off on because they can't believe the result. Uh, uh, every day there's some uh, article or letter about how what a travesty this was. I mean, the abortion lobby is very, very angry. So if they won, if they just got a slap on the wrist, why are they so angry? That's a good point. They're angry, yeah. they're angry because they lost their ass. And, and, and the reason they did is because these doctors, like every common sense Hoosier knows, saw right through it. How would you feel if it was you, your child, exactly. or your parent going through a sensitive medical crisis and your doctor, without your consent, exactly. ran to the press for political reasons? That's what this whole thing is about. Yeah, like if I'm a patient of hers now i'm having second thoughts about going to you know have any sort of procedure done by her for fear it might wind up on twitter or the front page of the indie star i mean like is it just like she could have avoided this whole thing if she just would have said no i can't talk about that that's that's private information but instead she she, couldn't wait to talk about it she couldn't wait to talk about it or or really even if she went to her patient or her patient's mother really and said Hey, this is because there are their arguments. It's so important. We have to talk about this case. But she never bothered to ask the child's mother, can I go talk about this case? Because it's so important. She instead put like like we said, she put her own political agenda above the care of her patient. And the board saw that clearly, just like so many Hoosiers across the state have. Well, Mr. Attorney General, keep us up to date on this lawsuit. Uh, 18 states involved, Indiana kind of leading the way here. Keep us in the loop on this, okay? Yeah, we will do. Great to be with you guys. Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita right there.